0: Welcome to the Beauty, Brains, and Barbells podcast, the show that talks all things female resistance training to help women feel beautiful, confident, and strong in and out of the gym. Now for your hosts, Jordan and Gretchen. Welcome back. We are fresh off of Monsters Bash 2022, and Gretchen and I helped spot and load at Monsters. We watched Monsters. We watched a lot of recaps on social media about monsters. I feel like we are consumed by monsters right now. Um, yeah,
1: it is and which is fine. It's honestly, I think the biggest meet of the year for our gym for a lot of people in Minnesota. It is a like it's such a fun meet. Um, it's two days long. There are we, there
0: are people who only compete in this meet. Correct. Like it's
1: It's at our gym that we train at, but it's such a fun meet because it's Halloween. It's always the last weekend in October. Like people like prepare for this. And I have, I know that I've told you before that I think it'd be super fun to compete in Monsters. It just does not fall in the time of year that I would
0: like to compete. Um, I, I have competed at Monsters. And it was really, it was early on in my powerlifting career. So I didn't, I didn't really get all the hype. Yeah. I will say they didn't bring as much hype as they do now. Like yeah. every single year they seem to get better at running Monster Smash, And it just becomes more of a, it becomes more and more of an event. I mean, the lights are off. There's, um, Gino, announces the meet um people are encouraged to wear costumes like it's a very it is an atmosphere It is the spot to be and it was a really fun meet when i did it like four-ish years ago but this is it's night and day difference still even even now yeah
1: and i like monsters was the first meet that i ever watched when I started coming to the gym and it is, and that was three years ago, like completely night and day. Like you said, lights are off. They now have spotlights. There was a smoke machine last year. Like
0: I, I mean, God, it wasn't there. I know uh, there's a cannon also last year. Oh, that's right. And, it and Oh, it, it startled me, but like, okay, great. Yeah. I'm a little anxious, nervous freak here. So no problem. But the guy who was backspotting, large, large man jumped. Like there was air underneath this man's feet. If it startled him, you know, that thing is alarming.
1: If you can make air under his feet, you know, it's alarming. Yeah. Big guy to jump. Yeah. Um, yeah. And like you said, you know, our coach uh, and his business partner fly out Gino, if you don't know who Gino is, he is like the, announcer for USAPL he's always at nationals he's at he comes out for state usually for us Um, but he requests to come and announce at monsters now so it's it's such a fun meet I really love that we get to spot and load for that meet and then we get to kind of hang back and watch for the sessions that we're not spotting and loading Um, we spotted and loaded the first day in the morning session, it was all the females minus like the super heavyweight females that competed Sunday. Um, so we had a lot of people that we knew lifting in that session. Mm-hmm. And I really appreciate being able to spot and load for them. One, I'm up front and center. Yeah. I get to see everything. I also get to cheer you on and you get to hear me. Like, yep. I know one of the ladies that lifted, um, hasn't competed for probably three years. And she said it was super cool to have people from the gym that she lifts with people that she knows up on the platform with her. It just helps calm those nerves. And as a competitor who usually has people that she knows on the platform, spotting and loading for her, like it is, it makes a huge difference. It makes you a little bit more calm. It gives you that comfy feeling of home. Yep. Um, so that's super fun.
0: I also, like, there's, there's a picture of you spotting for Maggie. Yeah. You are total hype woman in it. And I'm like, that That picture truly goes into, like, the definition of, like, what a good spotter and loader is. Like, yeah. you, you are spotting, but you also, you know her. We, I, I feel like since last year, we have really, we have started to talk to and hang out with Maggie a little bit more. Like, we've gotten to yeah. know her a bit competed against her so many times but now we're now us maybe a little bit more introverted humans here who like have to crack that shell are finally allowing that shell to be cracked and like to see that in the background of her working through the toughest point of a squat and you right alongside her just cheering her on is really embodies what what fun it is and how cool it is to be a spotter and loader and a lifter and a lifter. Yeah
1: absolutely it's super fun to watch. Um, yeah. So I would say some of the highlights were obviously getting to watch the people that we know lift. Um, we really didn't know too many people in the second session on the first day and both had things going on that we had to go to. So we didn't get to watch it, but I mean, Everybody is so good about putting videos on social media basically right away, like tagging people in them, and then they just add it to their stories. So we got to, like, see and watch everything as it played out. And then Sunday morning, we went and we got to watch um, one of our friends was competing, and he hit a 700-pound deadlift.
0: And a 500-pound bench. Like and let's a 500-pound bench. Let's just talk about those two there. I mean... Yeah. There was plenty more left in the tank for squats as well for him.
1: Oh god, yeah. Every single squat he like his third attempt, I wish my first attempt looked that smooth.
0: He I believe his the last week of his block for squats was like 574 or 584. And then he finished at 6 I think 630 something. Yeah. Like, oh. Okay, right?
1: Just like adding 50 pounds. Yeah. No big deal. No I would, problem. I would get crushed.
0: Just boop, There she goes.
1: Right. And his mom was there cheering him on. She was like the best cheerleader for him. She's like running down the aisle, getting all the videos up front and center. You know,
0: and like, let, like, I love that. And I think what's cool about her is she gave, she did not care about anyone else. Like, I am here to see my son. Cool that you all wanna watch too but I'm, I'm going to get a good video of my son doing his thing. So sorry if I'm blocking your view, but like, not sorry at all.
1: Absolutely. Um, so it was just, it's so fun to like watch everybody. And that me is just, it's one of my favorite meets to watch just because the environment is so hyped up and everybody's there. Um, people who don't compete at our gym still come and watch, um, I will say like a couple of things that I noticed this year and we've talked about it. I made, we made as spotters more catches on people failing like their third attempts than I've ever had to make before as a spotter. And I'm not saying because like people were weak. I'm saying, I think people are really pushing it on their third attempts. They are going for it. And I love that one, like I would hate to feel like I didn't do as much as I could. Right. Um, To get off the platform and be like, I could have done a lot more. Absolutely. Um, So I think it's cool that people are pushing themselves and it just shows the trust that they have in us as spotters to make sure that they're safe.
0: Yep. It is really cool. I mean, you don't love to see people fail, but you love to see people pushing the limits I think especially for us spotting the female session on Saturday morning. It's it's more common for females to err on the side of safety and to just take a take a safe third attempt. Yep. But the competitiveness was so high that these ladies were driven to take that little bit uncomfortable attempt. And some like the grind to get some of these out was fun to watch. And also seeing these these ladies who they're so close and it's not fun to watch them fail, but it's fun to see like you are so close and you know, I can't wait to see the next time you come out and you hit that number. Right. Because you know, it's like that you are so close and you're going to hit it. And you probably just pushed yourself something in the, in the gym, you had zero confidence in being able to hit, right? Like you're like, absolutely not. But like coach puts it out there. You trust us as spotters. You trust the team out there. You trust you're pumped up by the atmosphere. You just go out, you hit it. And it's like, oh, like I I actually tested myself today.
1: Mm-hmm. I also saw a lot of um competitors like rethink, you know, which weight class should they be in? How can I do better? I think that's like a really great thing about the sport that we're in is you can go out. And, you know, one of our friends took home first, right? He got first place, but he looked at her coach and said, I did not perform my best and I need to get better. I'm unhappy with it. You got first and you're unhappy with it. And you automatically think this is what I can do better. Like I, I know that some people might think that that's an unhealthy mindset to be down on yourself. And I don't think he was down on himself. Like. I think he's very happy with competing and
0: I think he had a really tough training cycle like he did. He really had quite the um meh, mental battle kind of going yeah. into things like not he just really was overthinking things and I think I think he sees this meet allowed him to see how much he was holding himself back.
1: Yeah. And and he can and it clicked. He can now go into it and say, I can do so much better. And he knows that he can do so much better. And everybody there knows that he can do so much better. And he didn't want to just settle and say, I got first. So why does it matter? Yep. Um, a lot of people that we know are reevaluating weight classes. Like, you know, for competitive reasons, should they go down a weight class? Should Do they need to go up a weight class? Some people cut to get into new weight classes this year and realized, Um, being, being that light is not conducive to what I want to do. Um, and I, I think that's awesome that we have a sport that goes both ways on weight, right? It's, it's okay to be a little bit heavier in a heavier weight class and know that I'm going to be more competitive in that heavyweight class. I'm going to be able to do more in that weight class. And it's also cool that people can say, I think I can cut down and really build some muscle and be super competitive in a lower weight class. It's not about, it's not about, um, like, oh, I'm 180 pounds and people look at that as bad. It's like, you are competitively where you need to be in your weight class. And that's awesome. And it's just super cool to like be able to have that fluidity mm-hmm. in a sport and not have people look down on it.
0: Yeah, you know, and I think I think my thoughts on like weight classes is we have to remember for the majority of us who compete at these meets, like you're competing for fun. We are not sponsored lifters. We are not competing at the, you know, on prime time and on the national stage. Do with what do what's comfortable for you. You know, if 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 you are If you're heavy set on going into this lighter weight class and then all of a sudden you go through prep and it's just not happening, take the, take the higher weight class, like set PRs for yourself. It's fine. You know, it's because the reality is like, if you do extreme measures to cut down to that lower weight class and you make it great, like you did it, but you probably feel crummy. You're not going to perform your best. And you wake up the next day you're gonna be right back up you're no longer in that weight class like you really right. you didn't actually get to that weight class
1: you made it for the 10 minutes that you needed to weigh in yep and then you went and ate food and gained some back and I get that that's what some people do um but like like you said Jordan this is for the majority of us this is for fun I make zero dollars I'm pretty sure Jordan makes zero dollars as well competing I'm pretty sure we cool.
0: actually I mean our coach yeah, he pays me to be your friend. Oh, pays me get, to be. I hope you get paid well because I'm a hot mess. I mean, not enough. <laughs> after Monday, I I want to ask for a raise. But okay.
1: Um, but like I pay a lot of money to compete in this sport, so I'm down. Um, so I mean, both we did talk about this because there were people that were playing, you know the the weight class game and going down, doing cuts, doing last minute cuts, you know, making it, but not really making it, really making it. Um, And both of you and I said, I think, I think if it came down to it, we would have to put our head down, tell our coach that we're too, quote unquote, fat. We're not fat. We're just too heavy for what we thought we were going to be. And we have to move up a weight class. I would rather do that and have a solid lifting day and perform to my best than hinder my results yeah. just to get to a lower weight class. Because I'm not, I'm not, yes, I am competing and yes, I am competitive, but I'm not so competitive at this sport that I want to possibly hinder
0: my total. You know, and here's the thing for me as somebody who does cut into their weight class, yeah, I am within a a max, like a max of seven pounds over, yeah. And the reality is, I am I'm very comfortable sitting about five pounds over, and I'm okay with that because outside of that, I I live a pretty, I mean, I'm a pretty healthy eater, but I it's I'll be lax outside of that, yeah. And when I turn that switch on and i am starting to prepare for a meet nutrition is on point like it's a very stern conversation between my husband and me hey meals out less nutrition on point this this is the game plan because and yes like is it because i'm i have to cut down to a lighter weight class drop some pounds sure but most importantly like i want to go in feeling my best and i want the best food in my system to have powered me So I know that when I do that, dropping those five pounds comes a lot easier as a result. So it's, they go hand in hand. I don't feel as good in my lifts when I am seven plus pounds heavier. I feel better in this range. So I like, I'm okay with it. And I don't do extreme measures to get there. I'm still eating 2,200 calories a day to lose five pounds. And like, Heidi, ho, we're on our way.
1: Well, and here's the reality. Our, the meet that we're going to do isn't even open
0: for registration yet.
1: And we're already cutting down, right? Like it is, a I have to cut down this year into my weight class. Um, it is a slow cut. So we don't lose the muscle that we build. So we don't lose the momentum that we've built because you do lose strength when you cut down a lot. I mean, I learned that when I cut my initial 20 to 25 pounds to drop into the weight class that I want to be in, I lost some strength and I knew that that was going to happen. So, I mean, to drop five to seven pounds for you over the course of 16 to 17 weeks, you should
0: not lose any strength because we do it so slowly, right? And I like I am just I just did the math here. Like I started terribly started, like on the week of my cycle. So awesome. Good. I, honestly, it probably was like, Oh, like, wow, we really need to like get your poop together, not realizing what time What's of yeah, what was coming. Um in four weeks, I am down. 3.8 pounds and I have less than five pounds to go. Like, yeah. It's that is very, very fast. And granted, like flush some things out based around cycle, flush some things out based on um just like general way of life and eating, like eating cleaner all of the time now. So like I'm gonna be okay. We still have 13 some weeks to go. And the reality is like if the last day you know, the last week I'm like super dialed in. I'm like, I'm going to be okay. Right. Like it's, I'm still eating 2,200 calories, sleep training, like recovery, those things I'm I'm doing very well and staying on point with. So I'm not, I'm not stressed about it. Um, that doesn't help you there. So don't be stressed.
1: Bye. Okay. So let's talk about stress and bring it back to monsters. Jordan and I watched and helped at the meet, right? And this is a compliment to all the ladies that competed this past weekend. It lit a fire in Jordan and I like watching these women compete and see how well they did. Both Jordan and I looked at each other and we were like, okay, this is, this is the intensity that we need to have at the meet. So we need to kind of bring it during yep. our training. And I will say, and I'm, I don't necessarily want to speak for you, but I will say that I'm very calm in training, like for the most part, when it comes to, when it comes to the intensity of how I, as our coach says, attack the bar, I'm like a, okay, I'll attack it or, you know, like, wow. yeah. Right. Um, we don't wear headphones. We don't, play these games in our head we don't like aggressively attack things and our coach I know for me has been telling me since I started that I need to get aggressive he's like you just need to get aggressive you need to get angry and you need to tap into that and I I'm not angry at these women I am um motivated Mm -hmm. by how well that they did and knowing that oh I can do well too. I just need to tap into that. And and we did. We looked at each other and we were like, "All right." So headphones on on Monday and we are this is no longer like fun chit-chat time. I mean, rolling out is because we have to debrief
0: otherwise I think we'll murder somebody. I just laughed that we like we both walked out and I was like, "Hey, just want to let you know, I'm feeling a little obsessive over the next meet prep. And you're like, me too. I'm like, thank the yeah. Lord. Right? <laughs> it would have been a really hard training cycle if you're like, I don't know, And I'm like, no, right? it wouldn't have been fun for either of us, but it, yeah, it, it lit a fire, which is great. Um, it, it's, uh, I, yeah, it's, it's not anger at these women. And if anything, it's, more like anger in ourselves for not tapping into that yet. Yeah. Is is kind of it. Or more I looked at it like, man, I like, I wish I had the ability to tap into that every time I get to my top sets, right? Or every time I'm I'm lifting my comp lifts. How can I tap into that? And I I know myself though. I know that the the stress of my everyday life really doesn't allow for that i need this because my job is in the same world as this i need that release which is why i don't compete every meet that comes out so yeah it just very much was like okay like it's it's time to to turn this thing on and uh army you know there's still a meet in between but our meet is next so let's do it
1: yeah yeah i mean i'm i'm definitely like when I go to the gym, usually it's my time to one, hang out with Jordan and catch up with her and have fun. Like it's hangout time. Um, and it's just what I, it's, it's my me time. It's my time alone. Um, my husband and I are the weird couple that love to do everything together. So this is like the only thing that we really don't do together. Cause he's not going to lift. So it's, it's like the, I don't know. It's like the relaxing time and I yeah. shouldn't relax during that time, I should be intense. Yep. So, uh, we definitely tapped into it on Monday. Um, our coach was very pleased to hear that we're tapping into it. He's so proud of us. I know. He was like, I've only been telling you guys this Jordan for five years and you for three, like here's, here's come. the
0: other fun challenge that he needs to tackle with me is he needs to make sure I don't get overly angry. Yeah. I, you can't make me angry angry like if you I need to be fired up but I can't be angry because if when I'm angry like my my head is unclear so I'm not a I'm not a good lifter so he yeah I think he's he's
1: in for a real treat
0: he's in for a real treat and I think he is curious to see because I you are very calm during training like the whole prep I am not. Um we we are opposites, which is you know, hey, like makes us a good pair. Um you're great on prep, you get a little bit more nervous on on the day of mm-hmm. I am a mastering prep and I am cool as the other side of the pillow, come meet day. Like it's fine. It's fine. But it we'll see. I think like I think our change is gonna is gonna help big time. I
1: agree. I'm I'm very excited for what's going to happen next and I'm I'm super thankful that we got to be at Monsters this weekend. One, it's like we said best meet of the year super fun. Everybody looks forward to it and then I think it's just our like I think of Monsters as our start button like okay this one's done now it's now it's time to get ready yep. and, it, and it was super, super fun to have that light us
0: up Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Beauty, Brains, and Barbells podcast. If you liked what you heard today, go ahead and give us a like, a share on Instagram. Let us know what more you want to hear from us so that we can truly make this the podcast that females go to to improve their resistance training experience.